You're listening to Biz Quick. This is where Julie and Corey provide quick and useful information to small business owners. Biz Quick is the podcast where small business owners get to showcase their businesses and receive expert advice and guidance in areas many entrepreneurs struggle with. And you, the listener, get solutions, tips, and tricks on real-world topics that many small business owners face. Julie and Corey are the experts small businesses hire when they need solutions. And the BizQuick podcast is just one way they deliver those solutions. Let's start the show. Hello and welcome to BizQuick. I'm Julie. And I'm Corey. And on today's show, we have Lisa Hawker out of San Juan Capistrano, California. And Lisa is the founder of Direct AF Sales, which is a brand new business that she launched literally on June 2nd. And it's a product-based business that also came out with an online course. And she launched a best-selling book the same day. So she's had a really big month for the month of June. And we're excited to talk to her about launching a new business and what that process was like for her. But before we bring her on, Corey and I are going to talk about being an entrepreneur. And I think specifically we're going to talk about how uh, what it's like working with aspiring entrepreneurs. Because... There's some pros and cons that come along with it, um, and you know, like like with anything, it's not everything is going to be awesome. But I think with the aspiring entrepreneurs, with a lot of the clients who we've worked with who have are, are launching a business or maybe and maybe have a business but they haven't really done much with it or anything like that, um, it's always fun to talk to them because it like the idea phase of any business is always the most exciting thing to talk about. Like all the ideas, just getting imaginary, you know, like using your imagination to think of all the things that you could do that are, that are going to be awesome for your business. I'm still in the idea phase for SBPs. I'm well aware of that. <laughs> Imagine how boring things would be if you didn't have me coming up with new ideas all the time. That's true. But like creating a business, like like all of the stuff that goes into like creating a logo, because recreating a logo is not fun. Creating a logo is fun. Uh, well, recreating a logo can be fun. Like a rebrand can be a really exciting thing to do if if you truly need it. Sure, but uh, and I'm I'm being you know one of the reasons like one of the things that comes with being an existing business is we've already got an existing business. Why do I need to change and all of that? So when you go with you're the- already there with SB Pace. Why do we need to change that? Because you know I just recorded a reel today that's about being different and. Um, Change is good, Corey. Maybe I'm, you should watch our reels. Uh, yeah. Do you know how to find them? No, I don't. <laughs> um, but the, it, yeah, it, there's th- there's definitely benefits to change, and, and you don't want to be stagnant. But then there's also the, I've got other things that are going on right now with my existing business that a rebrand or changing a logo or whatever, it just seems more like work that I don't particularly want to do right sure. now because there's other things to do versus when, all you're doing is working on a brand new business or a brand new idea. Anything's possible because you're even if you have a solid idea of what it is that you're going to sell or what you're going to do, anything can potentially be added on or changed or switched or whatever. Yeah, it's a clean slate, so you yeah. get to decide. Um, what's interesting is, in, in particular working with um, Lisa, one of the things that made her such a dream client for us was that um, – She's really good at, um, she hit her deliverables and she took feedback and guidance really, really well. She asked a lot of really smart questions. Um, the one thing that she wasn't great at though was when, and you know, we'll talk to her about this when she's on the show. So we're not talking about her behind her back, but, um, 
there were a lot of times where she would say to us, why don't you just make the decision? Yeah. And that was, uh, uh, you and I had kind of different feelings on that. Yes, for me, Because for me, I was like, great, everybody just get out of the way. I'm going to make a decision. Let's yes. move on. Yes. Whereas you were more along the lines of this is your business, Lisa. You need to make this decision or you've got somebody else in your network or, or whatever that's doing this work for you. Let them do their jobs. We're going to stick to our jobs. Yeah. We, you know, uh, what's interesting is, so that's someone else in the network, Mike Fallett, who will be on our, on the podcast, um, very shortly, um, in an upcoming episode, he worked on her with her book and that's his business. And she would ask us for advice on the book and you, the first couple of times would answer her. And I was always very hesitant to answer and then we finally had an offline conversation where I was like, I don't ever want to step on Mike's toes and we don't know what he's telling her, right? Because it would really suck if he started giving her advice about launching a business and we had to unravel that. And I just wanted to be really respectful of of his, of the work he was doing. And I think uh, the reason that it was easy for me to think about that is because I am in a networking group with Mike. So I know him and I have a relationship and I just didn't want Mike to, I knew I was going to see him in Montana and I didn't want him to come at me like, Julie, you know how hard you made my job, you know, but funny story. And I don't think that I shared this with you. So this first time you're going to hear this when I met Mike in Montana and was talking to him about Lisa and the whole, how easy she was to work with. He told me that she didn't tell him until like five days before the book launch that the launch date was June 2nd. He had no idea. She mentioned June 2nd in an email and he he replied back and said, what the hell is June 2nd, Lisa? And she goes, that's when I'm launching my business in the book. And he was like, okay. <laughs> oops. Yeah, oops. Uh, I yeah. guess maybe maybe we should have coordinated with him. And, Probably. And just Lesson learned. Lisa, yeah. <laughs> It's just, it's a funny, uh, like if somebody asks me for my opinion, I'm going to give it to them and and I'm not going to like discourage them and and I'll liken it back to just my restaurant days and all that. Like if somebody comes in and they says that they're, you know, and they say they're hungry and they ask for an opinion on what to eat, I'm not going to be like, well, you have food at home. (laughs) You know, you, you should just, you should just eat what you already have. Like, no, here's something, try this. You know, we'll get, how about an appetizer? Let's get a drink in you. Like, yeah, well, that's like, that's a little bit different. It's a little though. bit different, but it's, I mean, it's the same. Like if somebody yeah. asked me for my opinion, I'm going to give it to them. So now, even after having been through that with Lisa and us having those side conversations, the next client we work with to launch a business, when they ask for advice, what will you do? Ask Julie. <laughs> <laughs> And if I say, what do you, what do you think, Corey? I will just give my opinion. Oh gosh. Okay. So you're not going to stop. If you ask me what I think, I'm going to give you my opinion, especially you. Well, I expect you to give me my ear opinion. Yeah. But if a client asks you what they should do for their business, how they should do something or decide. I don't, I don't know. I'm not allowed to talk anymore. That is so. Send, send, Send Julie an email and copy me. Why don't you just, why don't you just say something like, um, if it were me, this is what I would do, but this isn't my business. It's yours. That's just so That's many words, words before I could be like, here's the answer. <laughs> Fair enough. And you know what? That's just part of your charm. So we'll just roll with it. Sure. It's, it's okay. We're just, we'll some, at some point there's going to be multiple SB paces around the country because Apparently. that's how we're guiding people. <laughs> All right. We should probably take a break and bring Lisa on. Hey everyone, if you're like most entrepreneurs out there, time is not something you ever seem to have enough of. We get it. 
There are a million things that need your attention, both in business and in your personal life. That's why we created Time Bomb. This is a self-paced course designed to help you determine what your time is worth and where you should be spending those precious hours every day. Right now, we have an option to buy the bundle, which also includes products designed to help you become more efficient with your time. It's a $70 deal you're getting for only an additional $30. Head on over to sbpace.com to learn more. Time Bomb, take control of your calendar, gain control of your life. All right, welcome back to the show. We've got Lisa Hawker with us. Lisa, welcome. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be on here. We're excited to have you. All right, here's your opening question. Listen closely. What's the meanest thing anyone has ever said to you about <laughs> being an entrepreneur? You don't have to tell us who said it. Just tell us what was said. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> there have been a few mean comments, but I think that I have one in mind that takes the cake. So... <clears throat> After I left being a, uh, a criminal defense attorney for 21 years, I became involved in a direct selling company, also known as a multi-level marketing company. Um, and I was told that I was not a real entrepreneur. <laughs> <laughs> You're a poser. Apparently, you know, earning money, running a business. I, I don't know what part of being involved in uh, direct selling doesn't involve entrepreneurship, but it was, it was definitely meant to be mean, but I thought it was just stupid, <laughs> just really stupid. That's awesome. It, it, it would be like telling, I don't know, somebody from like a boy band or something like that. You're not a real musician. Well, they but, aren't. But the checks say different. <laughs> you know? <laughs> right. The checks say different. That's a good analogy. Yeah. yeah. All right. So you, thanks for playing along with that. You just recently launched a new business and released a best-selling book. So how are you feeling right now? I feel like a real entrepreneur. <laughs> <laughs> Very nice. Very well. Well done. Well done. No, I feel great. I feel excited. I feel like this has been one of the funnest um, journeys that I've been on and, and I, I want to do it again. <laughs> Weird, weirdly enough, I want to do it again. It's addicting. It's like playing craps, you know? Well, it's, it's funny that you say that because uh, before you uh, joined us, Corey and I were talking about launching new businesses and how fun that is to go through that whole phase all the ideas the newness it's it's the mo it's really exciting and so you um not scripted ladies and gentlemen but she absolutely 100 percent said the thing that we were just talking about and that's funny well just to kind of to talk about something similar. So uh, working on the restaurant, we were talking about this new idea that we wanted to do that kind of like branch out, but be a part of it. And we haven't even launched the restaurant yet. And a couple of weeks ago, we were talking through this and going through all the fun stuff of talking all through all the ideas and then had a call today and, and walked through all of like the actual business stuff that we'd have to do. And pretty much by the end of the call decided, you know what, we're probably not going to do that. The, <laughs> the idea, all of that stuff sounds fun, but then when you when we laid it out of oh a business plan then we got to talk to this person we got to get this license and we're like mm, nah we don't have the time to do that suddenly it doesn't seem like such a great idea exactly yeah. yeah but that Lisa I want you to know is how I keep things fresh and new around SB Pace I'm constantly coming up with ideas 
Right. Corey and you don't loves know which that. one's going <laughs> to. I bet he does. <laughs> um, so tell us about direct AF sales. So direct AF sales came about because of all the lessons, um, both good and bad, that I had learned on my entrepreneurial journey with my direct selling company. So I have been with my direct selling company for four years and really needed to um, make my business run super efficiently, very quickly. Um, you know, I was a busy mom of, of four sons working as a full-time criminal defense attorney, running from this court to that court to pick up this kid, pick up that kid. And so um, I developed a system to build my direct selling business and I had success with it. And I started to teach people about it. And one of the things I kept hearing over and over again about not only my personality, but my sales method was that is direct. That is just so direct and simple and to the point. And so um, after a few years, I decided to put my method down in writing and create a book and what better way to, you know, reference direct selling and my direct method than direct as fuck. Am I allowed to say that on here? You are. Because <laughs> number one, I am direct as fuck. And number two, um, the method is direct as fuck. And so that is why it's efficient because people appreciate um, simplicity and honesty and forthrightness and um, you know, people can smell bullshit a mile away. So why waste anyone's time? Very true. And for everybody out there, and I know that uh, they probably are, are wondering right now, is, is this something that they can apply to whatever it is that they sell? Because if they're thinking, oh, well, this is the, the, the MLM or direct, you know, what I'm a car salesman or whatever it is, like, can, can you help them? Can your system, your sales system help them? When I first started with the book and the dice and the system in my head, because I didn't have a ton of experience in sales outside of what I'm doing now, I didn't think so. But as time went on, what I've learned through conversations with not only you guys, but so many other people um, in, in entrepreneur groups that I'm involved in is that sales is sales is sales, whether it's through you know, B2B, B2C, retail, um, whatever it is, there's sales is sales. And so, yeah, whether it's the way I sell to someone through my network marketing or whether you sell insurance or whether you're even a physician's office selling your office as opposed to someone else, right? Aren't we all in sales and aren't there the same basic principles of sales, no matter how the product or service ends up in the consumer's hands? 100%. I, and I am, so I have your dice and I am going to take them on a test drive. I haven't started yet, but I'm going to dedicate the month of July to using them every single day. And we're going to see what it does for our business. So I'm, I'm pretty excited. I am 100% convinced that they're going to help. Um, I, you know, I've looked at them. I, you know, I've been working with you now for months, so I really understand them and I am, I am definitely, I'm going to give them a go. I'm going to try it and we'll see. I'll let you know. So I'll be your beta and let you That'll know how it goes. That'll be a fun experiment. Yeah. And I love that you said, 
that people love simplicity and that's that's the beauty of your system right as entrepreneurs when we don't really understand something we have a tendency to make it more complex than it needs to be so for to to have a system that is simple and repeatable and that you you know it's very it, it it's it's direct and it just says this is what you need to do that is that's something that's a winning recipe for anybody Right, because it just it cuts right to the quick of what they need to do. You know, it's funny you say that. You say as entrepreneurs, if it's too complex, we we back away or we don't move into action. Anybody does that. Think about the person who is ready to go drop 20 pounds in January and decides to go off to the gym. And they walk in and they look at the equipment and they're like, I don't know what the fuck to do. This is too complicated. And they walk right out the door. Yep because they get overwhelmed. And when you get overwhelmed, you can't move forward or make a decision or execute. So yeah, that's, I think it's true for everybody. You are, I stand corrected. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for that. So, I was <laughs> so we want to ask you a question, Lisa, right? So I'm going to take you back to um, before you started to launch the business, right? So you already had the concept of the idea and well, we were acquainted with each other. You and I were through a networking group. Um, we didn't really know each other, right? So we just knew who each other was. And I think like way late, late last summer in the fall, you sent me some samples of your product and I was such a dick. I didn't even say thank you, right? I got them and I didn't even thank you. I was like, what a jerk I am. And I mean, I love the products and I knew I love the products because I've been using them, but... I, um, so we sort of get reacquainted via mutual friend, Callie Keen, who, you know, he might be the superhero of the biz quick podcast, right? He gets referenced now more than even first form, I think. And we, um, we had a call and then, you know, you decided to take a chance on us and hire us. We were like, yeah, I want to work with you guys. So what, can you walk us through what it was like before you decided to hire us and sort of what you were thinking and how you were feeling about launching a business and just all the, all the feelings and concerns and anxiety you were having over that when you were contemplating just doing it on your own? I will. And it's funny because I had a conversation last night with this really cool person who it was exactly in the mind space that you're asking me to go back to. And I was listening to him and reliving what I was feeling and experiencing before I started with you. So, um, so I had the idea for the book. I was moving forward on the book, but I had this idea for the dice. Now, I'd never started a business. I have not been to business school. I have 21 years of experience in the courtroom making great legal arguments, <laughs> in my opinion. Um, <laughs> I mean, shit, I did get a $6 million bail down to like releasing on a bracelet. So that was pretty good. But um, I was terrified. I was lost. I was scared. I didn't know anybody who could help me. I didn't know what I didn't know. I didn't know if I needed a website or if I should do a like click funnels or how do I produce the dice or, um, you know, where do I get the dice produced and, um, how do I distribute and, what kind of disclaimer? I mean, I mean, there's so much that goes into 
bringing an idea or concept to life. And I think most people don't do it because it's just so fucking overwhelming. If you're alone and you don't know what to do, and even if you do know what to do, you still need a team of people supporting you because you can't possibly wear all those hats. Yeah. And if that makes any sense. It really does. And I think you learned this lesson already. Um, and this is, you know, I think we always say this is one of the biggest lessons we learned during our first year is that when you are an entrepreneur and you're launching a business, support never comes from where you think it's coming. The people you think are in your corner, they're not. I learned that lesson within the first three months of starting in um, my direct selling business. And it's so true. So true. And what's interesting is that um, I thought that the journey with SB Pace was going to end when my product launches. And now I'm realizing that it's actually a new phase is just beginning. And I'm actually more excited now for this phase of getting now, you know, getting the product into the hands of somebody that I can help. Because that's really what these dice are all about. And the book is all about is touching as many people and changing as many people's lives as I can. I'm sorry. Don't touch people. I just have to say it. (laughs) (laughs) Julie's forever in seventh grade over there. (laughs) Which is why I love her. (laughs) What though was your, like, like if you could go back and do it all over again, what was something uh, throughout the entire engagement and just opening up your business in general? Like, I mean, if you, knowing what you know now, what would you have done differently? What didn't you like? What didn't I like? Um, I don't know that there was something that I didn't like, but if I could, I would have started earlier. I would have, but everything happens the exact way it's supposed to happen. And I was led to SB Pace through Cali and I was led to Cali through this and through that. So everything unfolds exactly the way it's supposed to unfold. Um, I have another thing I would change. I would tell myself, my the person that I was three months ago to not be so scared, you know? Yeah. Or neurotic or anxious or. Well, for the record, you never came across as being neurotic, right? (laughs) (laughs) Well, Corey's definition of neurotic might be slightly harsher than mine, but um, you know, that's the difference between men and women. But I, um, you know, we frequently refer to you as like the ideal client because, and now it sounds like this big gush fest over here. We're gushing about you. You're gushing about us, but, and that's not the intention of, of the podcast, but you really were very easy to to move through the process because you were so willing to learn and to listen and to take feedback. And, you know, when we set boundaries, you, you abided by them. You were great. But here's the thing, Julie, the way I got around my own anxiety was to immediately move into executing what it was you told me to do. So you're telling me I'm the ideal client because I, you told me to do X. I did X almost immediately. Right. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. That was how I eliminated my fear and anxiety. Yes. And we love you for that. We not, do. not your anxiety, but <laughs> I, I kind of secretly do love your anxiety because of the results. For instance, we're uh, working with somebody right now, <clears throat> Bill Bolton. And um, <laughs> nobody gets shit on on our podcast more than Bill Bolton. Yeah. Um, 
and we've been waiting for weeks and weeks and weeks for uh, some legal uh, words and for verbiage, whatever you want to call it, for the, his website. The legal disclaimer. Yes, and he just keeps pushing it off, pushing it off, pushing it off, and blaming this, that, and the other. And so finally, we just wrote it, and I sent an email today. I was like, I am in no way responsible for what this is. I'm not your lawyer. I'm just letting you know that this is your website, not mine. We actually told him <laughs> yesterday to call Rocco. We're like, get a new attorney. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, because it, it, it got to the point where like, I, I, I'm more invested in this website than he is. So I was like, I'm, we're just going to do it. We're going to find something. We're just going to put it on your website. And if you get sued, I guess that's what your insurance is for. Yeah, so hopefully, <laughs> hopefully he has himself insured. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So let's 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 move back into the the that process of of starting your business, right? So you're launching your business now. You've you've talked about what you were feeling before you started, and you've talked a little bit about what it was like going through the process. But can you can you give a little bit more of an idea of of what that process was like of of working with us and going through launching the business and, and how we sort of executed with you. Yeah, totally. So it's, it was not what I expected it was going to be. It was way more involved and in depth than I knew that I needed. Right. Cause I had no experience. So we did everything that needed to be done to launch a business. And I had no idea what that entailed. And in the beginning, it was all about the stuff that I did not want to do, like coming up with the ideal customer avatar and all of those processes that I was like, why do we need this? Why do I need this? But I followed the program. I just wanted to jump to the end of like getting the product out there. But um, the way that you guys lay out what needs to be done communicates, um, you know, communicate what needs to be done and then methodically goes through and we do each thing, you know, during our weekly meeting. You know, at first I was like, oh, this sucks. Let's just get to the good part. <laughs> but you guys made it amazing, you know? And you are really, really good at explaining why things need to be done and then moving me through it and making it as painless as possible for me. So that part was great. And now that I'm through it, it's like, oh, shit, thank God we did do that because that all that stuff really does need to be done. And uh, I've learned a lot, you know, I've learned a lot from it. So like even last night when I was on Clubhouse listening to this guy talk and he's got this incredible product, but he doesn't have his core values. He doesn't understand the difference between brands and didn't know about an ideal customer avatar. And I'm thinking, God, this was just like me, you know? <laughs> and now I know why he needs all of those things. And I was able to say, look, this is what you need. And PS, by the way, this is who you need to call. <laughs> um, but I can see why people get stuck. Yeah. And never move forward. So, okay, let me refocus myself back to what we're talking about, the process of working with you guys. You're amazing at setting boundaries. You're amazing at um, moving through the process um, methodically, and but not too quickly and not rushed. 
if that, you know, yeah, that makes sense. Is coming across clear. Yeah. It's been amazing. That's great feedback. Thank you. So what's, remember, what's next for you, Lisa? What are you looking forward well, to? Well, that's what I was just going to say. I was like, <laughs> I remember telling Julie, I don't know if it was on a text or on a call, a zoom with you guys. I was like, kind of sad that it's coming to a close. <laughs> it was on a text. I was talking about how you would be on your own in no time. And you, we were, first we were talking on a phone call when I said it to you and we got off the phone and you immediately sent me a text and you said, I got really quiet cause I got really sad cause I don't want to stop working with you guys. <laughs> I remember it well, it was a Saturday afternoon. Yeah. And it wasn't like in a codependent way. It was in a more like, this has just been so much fun. I need to come up with another idea so we can keep going. Yes. You know, <laughs> well, we're here for you, Lisa. <laughs> it's been fun for us as well. So let's, let's spend a, just a couple of minutes talking a little bit more about direct AF sales, right. And what that has meant to you, because you've got some great stuff going on in there. So tell our listeners about the dice and about the course that you have, because those are just two really great products for people. At first, um, when I was writing the book, Direct Day of Sales, I was writing about my five daily step method for sales, okay? And then the idea came, let's put all the daily method um, of operation or your income producing activities on 12 sides of a dice so that if somebody wakes up in the morning and they want to work their business, but they just don't know what to do, all they have to do is pick up the dice and roll it. They're going to get two action steps. And it's applicable to so many more businesses like we talked about than just direct sales. And if you are in direct sales or social selling or network marketing, doesn't matter which company you're with because it's all really generic. So you get your two action steps. You're going to execute on those steps at some point during the day. And by the time you get to sleep at night, you're going to have a nice notebook by the side of your bed. You're going to have a win column on the left, draw a line down the front in the middle. And on the other side, have a you know, a loss column. And every night before you go to bed, if you've done those two things to work your business, put a check mark in the win column. You're going to increase your confidence. You're going to increase your self-esteem. You're going to create habit, consistency, belief. And over time, because you're taking small steps every single day, it compounds into massive results. Just like if you go to the gym, 20 minutes a day, you know, it compounds, right? Great. Great. Well, how, what was it like to create a course? <laughs> okay oh boy now comes the part so she didn't like <laughs> that was a, that was the part i was afraid of because i didn't know how to do it um but i realized that it was so important to kind of um, delve deeper into best practices for each side of the dice and to really get in and explain what i mean um and um, just give somebody a deeper insight into what it is I'm talking about with regard to the steps on the dice. So after I got over my own shit, creating the course actually turned out to be fun. Um, and I think it'll be really valuable if people want to, you know, 
take a deeper dive into it and really learn um, what it is that I wanted to teach them. And of course, along with the course, there's this downloadable workbook, which, which is gorgeous. I think it's really handy. It's really aesthetically pleasing. Um, and you can, you know, download it as many times as you need and just keep going with it. Some people like me love pen and paper. Well, the course was the piece where I thought you delivered your biggest home run, right? Like to me, your course is the most impressive part. And that's the part where you really, I knew you had anxiety. It was the area you asked the most questions about, but like your videos are stellar and everything that you've done with it is just like, I think your course is fantastic. So thank you. I, I love that knowing that that was what you were really anxious about and that you really just, you killed it on it. Thank you. I'm really proud of it. I'm proud of this whole um, project. The people that are using it are seeing tremendous success, and that is bringing me so much joy. You have no idea. I, I I'm sure, and I, I I can't wait to read more of the um, the reviews as they come in on it. So we need. I unfortunately we need to wrap up, and this this conversation has been has been so fun. But um, can you tell our listeners how they can get in touch with you? Sure. My website um, is directafsales.com. And I am all over social media. I'm on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, YouTube, <laughs> Pinterest. And I'm fairly certain the links to all of those are on your website. So we'll put all of that in the show notes. Yeah, you're also on Clubhouse. Don't forget that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and and as of this weekend, you guys, Spotify Green Room. Yes. We're gonna talk about that. Check that out. <laughs> all right. Well, <laughs> We'll put all the information in our show notes um, for how you guys can find Lisa. And we strongly encourage you to check out not only her social, but her website and her dice and her course, because they're, they are really, really spectacular. Um, thank you, Lisa, for joining us. And um, thank you to our listeners for tuning in. As always, we really appreciate you. And if you want to work with us like Lisa did, just go ahead and head on over to our website, sbpace.com, and drop us a note or schedule a call with us. We have a link up there to schedule a call. Um, you can also connect with us on LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and the YouTube. We have a channel. That's right, we do. Subscribe. Do it. I'm not sure what I'm supposed to read on this because you just blew through most of the dialogue. There. Oh shit! I just did all your parts again. I don't. I don't. I don't even know what's. You know, I'll, this... I'll, I'll take us out. Don't worry. Don't worry. All right. <laughs> all right. You just take the <laughs> yes, rest yeah. of it. You got it. So, when you're out there, make sure to subscribe to our podcast, like us, and give us a review, and reach out to us about any topics that you might want to hear. If you want to be a guest on the show, head on over to sbpace.com, and you can uh, fill out the form and get in contact with us there. Don't forget to buy our book. We've got a number one bestseller out there. Seriously, now what? A small business guide to disaster preparedness. It is, uh, like I said, number one bestseller on Amazon. We've got a digital workbook download. And if you've already purchased it, make sure to like it and give us a review. That's it for today. I'm Corey. And she's Julie. <laughs> and this was BizQuick, helping small businesses across America.